We're rolling? Yep, we're rolling. The Beat Laboratory? The Beat Lab, yep. Don't touch my drumsticks. I was watching Cops. Because <laughs> I know Cops doesn't come on till four. <laughs> Welcome back to our living room and to the Life of Garrity podcast. This week, we're talking about absolutely nothing. Let me do that over. <laughs> I don't. Ha- I didn't think that one through. All right, honey, what is filling up your cup this week aside from the peanut butter filled pretzels that you are eating right now? Oh, they're definitely filling my cup right now. All the cup. Let's see. I think what's filling up my cup is this new study group that I was invited to participate in. A couple of my classmates at school decided, hey, we don't just want to work on these teams that they gave us, but we want to kind of like talk to some other folks on different teams, almost like an interdisciplinary sort of structure. And we had our first meeting on Thursday and it was really cool to kind of get to know folks because one of the big pieces to this program is kind of networking. And right now they've put you on these curated teams and you have five, six team members that you do most of the work with, but you don't really have interaction with other classmates. And part of that is COVID where, you know, everything is still virtual. So you don't have the ability to bump into people and talk to people during, you know, breaks or the evenings uh, after the Saturday session. So until then, we need to find other ways in which to connect with folks. And um, I really enjoyed this uh, first session that we got together and we were talking about all these different things and kind of, kind of comparing our notes. And it's cool to see that there are, are other like-minded people out there and to be open to feedback because I'm not really very good at receiving feedback, good or bad. And, you know, kind of just start on this journey of this new process, reshaping the way I think about things. You've really come out of your shell. Plus peanut butter pretzels. <laughs> <laughs> I Ryan's feel like... over here crunching on these pretzels and I'm over here stirring my mocktail. Yeah. Bougie. Not great for talk the about, audio. Talk about bougie. <laughs> the dryer was going. We started the oven. Great I mean, audio. we're a mess. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like um reawakening or awakening portions of my brain I've never used before, which is cool. Ah, that's really cool. If you told me five years ago, A, that we'd be sitting here recording a podcast and yeah. B, that you would be in business school and that you would be, that you would have come out of your shell in such a powerful way, I would have thought no way. Yeah. Like when I see you talk about B-School and I see you talk about interacting with your teammates. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. 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 A lot of fun. I guess for people who don't know you, they're like, yeah, whatever. He's a social guy. Yeah. No. I'm not a big fan of strangers. No. I like to sit on my couch in my undies. But Ryan Any PB pretzels. Is, yeah, we're big fans of just like hanging out in our undies. But Ryan is, when he has people in his inner circle, he loves them very, very hard. Yeah. See, there's the oven. We're leaving that in. We're not cutting it out. Yeah. This is real life. Yeah, we're getting ready to make dinner. Talk about bougie. We got fillets on dock on the yeah. docket. Yeah, Whole Foods had some great fil- grass-fed fillets great today. Fillets. So 
I mean, I was going to make a homemade soup. So when Ryan said he would make steaks, I was like, great. Because well, basically Sunday, because I saw the soup and I was like, then yeah, I saw Ryan the steaks. Like, Ryan was like, I don't want turmeric. And I know how to get out of it. I just point out, oh, look at these fillets. These look good. And Laura's like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> Super easy. I definitely have the Sunday scaries. So this makes my Sunday easier if I can eat a fillet. Yeah. We'll talk about how we make fillets at some point. Uh, you, We definitely need to do like a little IGTV on that because you have mastered this. And this is mostly for people who live in an apartment and don't have access to a grill. Yeah, 100%, man. The way to do that, you get yourself a nice skillet. You doctor up your meat there by putting a little olive oil on the outside before you salt them, then salt them, then let them sit out for an hour. And then you get the skillet hot. And you sear them on both sides. Just depends on the cut and what you're looking for. But you probably get away with a good minute, two minutes max on either side. And then take the whole skillet and put it in the broiler. And then pretty quick it'll be done because it's hot. But you get a little bit of that charred aspect of it. And um, that's a great way to make a steak at home in an apartment when you don't have a grill. You don't want to cook one on a stovetop. Yeah. So, yeah. That's great. So, what's filling your cup? Mocktails. Mocktails, yeah. Laura's been a big mocktail girl for a long time. Yeah. I've been what really... is a mocktail? Well, we're not going to talk about it at this point, but we don't drink. And I love being able to get a fun, fancy drink at a restaurant. And a lot of places that have craft cocktails now will have a mocktail menu. Yeah. So I started ordering these like over the last year or two and it got, I, I just, I thought, why not just make this at home? So maybe I'll post some stuff. Yeah. There's more people like us out there that don't want to drink, drink, but they want to have like the experience. Yeah. Like, have you ever had a mojito without the rum? <sighs> yeah. Try when, it. When Mind we were in blown. When we were in Colorado this last time, <laughs> I ordered a mojito every single place I went to. A, a virgin mojito. Yeah. A mock, mock mojito. Mock mojito. Yeah, exactly. And then I a came home and it was all I wanted to drink. Yeah, so now we have those mint. popular combinations without alcohol are actually really good. Yeah. So this one is just mint leaves. And refreshing. And lime. Yeah. And seltzer. It's so easy. And then I've been doing cranberry juice. I'll do... Uh, some trace mineral drops. I'll do some ginger juice. Yeah, maybe I'll link some ginger stuff. Ginger we'll juice? See. That's a thing? G yeah, it's uh, ginger syrup. Sorry, not ginger juice. Well, yeah. I do have the ginger juice in there, but I use that. Ginger syrup. I use the ginger juice in my smoothies, but I use the ginger syrup in a mocktail when I've had a rough day. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you really need a drink. I need a drink and a hit of bears. Yeah, I love some gummy bears. Yeah. A very specific brand. They're called Surf and Sweets. All organic, you know. Yeah, 100%. No junk in them, but they're delicious. Oh. Are you going to just munch? or? Okay. Note for the audio, Ryan is trying to eat these peanut butter pretzels, but we're trying to record a podcast. I know. I need a snack. <laughs> what else do we need to catch him up on? Okay, I just started Spanish lessons. So Lori's been talking about learning a new language, specifically Spanish, for a while, which I think is fantastic. I mean, 
I think there's a part of your brain that when you're trying to learn a new language that you don't really use and to exercise it is really cool. We live in a very heavily South American neighborhood. So obviously Spanish is spoken frequently all over the place. I actually studied Spanish in college. And at one point in time, I also worked for a company that employed a lot of folks that spoke Spanish. So I spoke Spanish for quite a while and I learned all the slang and the different dialects and it's, I've been out of practice for a long time, but I think the biggest thing is once you get the basics down, you got to speak it to really get into the rhythm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so after a couple more lessons and Lori gets a little more speed, we'll be talking Spanish in our house. <laughs> I have a growth mindset with 98% of things in life. And for some reason, this learning a new language I've really had to like break out of this fixed mindset and this idea of that I'm going to be awful at this. But what really jump-started this was when we moved to this neighborhood a, almost two years ago, in order to walk yeah. to our gym, you have to walk down what is called the viaduct. And if you're from the area, then you know what we're talking about. And on the way back home, you walk up this huge hill and then there's a big intersection that's really busy. People are flying by and you have to wait for a crosswalk. And sometimes you push the button and you wait and wait and wait and the crosswalk symbol never comes up yeah so what happened was there were uh, several times where i saw somebody was already standing there and i would you know get to the top of the hill and i would want to make small talk and i was like how long have you been waiting or so or i would say something like that and they would say no habla inglés or they wouldn't even say that they would just say no habla yeah And it made me feel like I can't even have, you know, the first time it happened, I was like, okay, okay, cool, cool. I, I get it. And then the next time it happened and the time after that, I just, it was like, it felt crushing to me that there was a human next to me that I didn't, that I couldn't communicate with. And I love people and I love strangers and I want to talk to them and connect with them. That's something that brings me so much joy. And mm-hmm. I'm getting like choked up just thinking about it. But after that happened, you know, more than once, I thought, Ryan, I really want to learn Spanish. And like, if you go to the bank in our neighborhood, I walk in and I'm the only one not speaking Spanish. So it just felt like this is something that I want to do to be able to connect with my community. And my friend, Luciana, who is one of my yoga teachers. I did a yin yoga training with her a year and a half ago, and she moved to Austin, Texas a year ago. And she is, she teaches, I think multiple languages, but Spanish is one of them. And I knew that she was a Spanish teacher, uh, you know, that she just taught like one-on-one lessons Mm -hmm. when she lived here. And I thought, oh, I need to do that. And then she moved to Texas and I was like, okay. And then I thought, well, it's COVID and everything is online. So maybe we could do this virtually. And sure enough, we can. So I just started doing that. And I, man, like I was fired up after that lesson. I was so excited to just be able to learn something new. And like you said, kind of light up a different part of my brain and the potential of being able to communicate with, you know, others in our neighborhood makes me feel really excited. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. 
it's a really cool endeavor. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of folks out there that speak multiple languages. Mm -hmm. I want to be one of those people. Dang it. I do. You can chew. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I also just started therapy again. We won't dive into that. But uh, about a year ago, I started working with a therapist who specializes in the one of the chronic diseases that I have and it was a game changer for me she was amazing and maybe at some point we'll do like a whole episode about that and I paused during COVID and just a couple weeks ago I have a lot of stuff going on in my personal life that I won't talk about at this point on the podcast but I realized it was time to go back and I'm totally loving it I'm on fire for it again yeah I mean that's a big component to any disease is the is the mindset and the mental aspect yeah you know and so like not being able to, to talk to somebody that is um, a professional well-versed in that area is super helpful because you realize that you're not alone there mm -hmm. are plenty of normal things that come up in your life or that you feel that you need to uh, be reassured that you're not an alien yeah. You know, and it's super common. So it's super helpful, you know? Yeah. That reminds me also over the last month or so, I've attended three webinars put on by, uh, one of them was put on by Mount Sinai that my doctor hosted. And that was really cool. And he went through the science behind all of these drugs and all the drugs that are in trial and what's coming down the pipeline. And then um, the other two are like a joint effort between Mount Sinai and the Cleveland Clinic. Yeah. And I think Northwestern maybe. Yeah. There's one other hospital that's involved. So those have been really cool too to kind of hear. Like the first one that I did, I got really choked up just in the first 10 minutes hearing them talk about, they were talking about nutrition for patients with IBD. And I, it was, you know, it was really – just powerful to hear that like oh wait yeah i'm not the only one in the world dealing with this there are so many other people and when they say things like oh here are common things that you may be dealing with it's like oh my gosh yes yeah there were a lot of people on that on that call i mean there are a lot of questions a lot of interaction a lot of folks have a lot of questions you know yeah. Yeah. it just goes to show you that there's this somewhat unmet need for treatment out there i mean we have a lot of drugs out in the market but like there's so many specialized versions of the diseases that it's tough man mm -hmm. there's not a one-size-fits-all model oh yeah that's the thing too with ibds literally every patient is different yeah exactly and the crux of the problem is it's not like you can just stop eating that's the hard part you have to eat right so yeah. you know we gotta uh hear from the folk, the professionals, yeah. what, what their thought is. And it's nice to know that like, again, there's so many more people that deal with the same issues, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So it's tough. The last thing I want to talk about is a social media update. Uh, Tell social me about media. your relationship with social media right now. Spoiler alert. I am still not on social media <laughs> and I'm really glad I'm not on social media. You've been off social since January 5th. It's crazy, man. Like, I just don't have any time to be on social. Yeah. You know, like we talked uh, and I've been saying this for a little while. I think that there's a movement uh, rising up that 
is um, actually going against the grain with social media and not wanting to be on social media. Um, you know, and, and I think that there's just so many bad habits you pick up from it. And I just don't have the time to kind of peruse through there and see like, you know, what folks in my network are doing. You know, I'm, I'm busy um, studying or, you know, trying to work on side hustles or projects that like I find so much more enjoyment in or spending time with my wife that um, it's just, it used to fill this somewhat like this void that you were trying to fill, like constantly pouring into this black hole that will never, never end. And so it was like this, you know, kind of became a self-fulfilling prophecy in that sense where it was just kind of like ended up getting nothing out of it. And um, it's funny because I saw Lori on there the other night just looking something up to show me. And I was looking at the Insta and I was like, this is the exact same thing as it was, you know, nine months ago. It was like nothing has changed, mm -hmm. you know. And uh, I've been talking to some of my classmates, too, because I've been sharing this podcast with them and they're listening to some of the episodes. And, you know, some of them are also off social and not because we prompted them to get off social, but because similar sort of mindset, like, you know, I'm going to spend my time uh, getting to know other people and networking and and learning in class. And and I just don't have any bandwidth or space for it. Yeah. I was describing it the other day as it just, over time, it drifts away from your life. How so? Or what do you mean? Yeah. So I've been, you know, wanting to promote the podcast. Yeah. And I have all these huge ideas of like ways I can share about the podcast on Instagram because unfortunately that's the best way to reach a lot of people and i just forget oh, you know yeah. like i have all these big ideas and i write them down in the notes app on my phone but when i'm sitting here on a sunday it's just the last thing i think about i don't you know so unless it's planned out in later which we do have a subscription to that platform Unless I'm planning it out in there, it's just not going to happen. So that's something I'm actively navigating right now is like, what is the most sustainable way to share about the podcast Yeah, and to share about the resources that we've made without getting, you know, I don't want to say without getting sucked in. That's not the right word that I'm, that's not the right phrase, but with it being, you know, a productive part of my life and I just keep yeah, like maintaining that growth mindset with social media. Yeah, and like we we did three weeks of a giveaway. We did we gave away a different product each week, and it was like, man, I just kept forgetting to talk about it on yeah. social media. So, um, well, people still wrote in, and yeah. so there are winners. Yeah, we still fantastic. had winners. It was great. You know, I don't think it's all that bad. I mean, for me, for what I was using it for, I was not a fan. But, you know, it just depends how you approach it. I think that there's a lot of folks on there talking about nothing. And it's and it's just noise. Yeah. You know? 
But there's plenty of folks on there that are using it as a platform for good and talking about quality things mm-hmm. that change people's lives. Yeah. But, you know, I think it's too much. It's too strenuous to parse through all of it and find those good little nuggets. Yeah. And so I'm just like, you know what? No, thanks. Yeah. And I have no problem with that. And for that reason, I'm out. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought about it for today's discussion because I was checking on the analytics for the podcast and the breaking up with social media episode was the most popular by a landslide. So yeah, people are thinking about it. People are thinking about it. And I thought, I wonder if there is more content that we maybe want to talk about in the future. Yeah. Perhaps we continue this bare bones. We can do another update. Yeah. But for now, I don't feel the need to have a big social media presence. No. I mean, if you put out on social media all the things, you commoditize your brand. And it's worth less. Right? And there is a theory as to why you would do that. Right? build your audience, then figure out your product. But I also feel like it's detrimental because once you go that route, there's no reversing that process. And so you can't rebuild your brand once you've diluted it. Right. And so I just feel like there's just like, it's, and it's a permanent thing once you're out on the internet, once it's on the internet and there's a whole psychology behind exactly how social media companies like Facebook and Google literally manipulate us into acting the way we want to act. And we have no idea. Yeah. So like, it's not as simple as just checking out photos of your friends doing cool stuff. No, it's definitely not. There's a lot of strings attached. Yeah. And you're basically telling those folks what you're doing when you're doing it. And their algorithm is yeah. giving, giving, uh, giving you a score. Yeah. I feel like I'm always straddling between. I have all these ideas for all this content. And then I'd rather just take a nap and eat some gummy bears. You I know? Mean, I 100% always on board for taking a nap and eating gummy bears. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of struggle you know? between those two things. Yeah, that's all right. Like, you know, we're not perfect. Um, we don't always need to be hustling, so to speak. Well, I'm an Enneagram 3, so correction. Yes, exactly. <laughs> My heart needs Lori it. Lori <laughs> does need to be hustling all the time. You know, but I'm a big believer in, like, taking care of yourself. Yeah, I've just... And like I th- when I think about the YouTube channel, we made a couple videos. It was really fun to yeah. learn a new platform, to lo- learn you know how to edit videos, and it's just that felt really fun in the moment. And then we haven't done anything with it because it doesn't feel fun anymore, and so I'm not doing it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and- I would I would probably do more too if you know a lot of my time was in consumer school at the moment, and we right. knew that was going to happen. Yeah, we but knew that. Going trying to it. find a balance there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just finding that balance. Is there anything else you want to talk about today? Just Brussels sprouts smell like they're done. Yeah, steaks are ready to go on. No, I'm I'm good. 
So if you haven't checked it out, listen to episode two about breaking up with social media. And you can also download our free guide that will give you some pointers on how to get the most bang for your buck of getting off of social media. If you liked this podcast, please rate and review. And if you screenshot it and email it to us with your mailing address, we will send you a fun gift from one of our favorite companies for Sigmatic. All of this information is in the show notes. See you next week.